1: underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
0: Hello everyone, it's Jack, Andrew and Adam from Cultaholic, and we're all here to talk about nine nine pitches for wrestling in 2024. All of it. All of it. The lot. The whole, yeah, the whole of wrestling. Well, I'm wondering how much we've because I've got, I've got quite specific ones, but then I've got one that's more of a general one. Mm. And we've got a mixture of specific and general. We've got oh, no. bits
1: and pieces, haven't we? Tss, tss, don't know what that <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is what he, every it's time, he's just so excited to do pictures, end. which
0: is great. It's really professional of you to be excited. <laughs> but I don't think you're doing it out of professionalism. I think you're genuinely buzzing.
1: I'm just, I've had uh, two coffees deep now. Oh, <laughs> i ready well, yeah. to go, you know. Feathers McGraw there
0: on the... Feathers uh, McGraw
1: in the old mug there. A good. lovely Christmas gift, some might say. <laughs> wow, well, someone some might, some might not say it actually was. Controversial. Is... <laughs> Controversial.
0: You are right, Adam, as well? Yeah, I'm
2: grand, yeah, mate. Good. How are you? you yeah, right? not too bad. Yeah, good.
0: I just are can't match that. Le- well, no, not, as, not right. compared to Andrew. But I am excited for wrestling in 2024, generally, yes. Because mm. it's all changing. Punk's back in WWE. Now The Rock's back in WWE as we record this. We don't know what's going to happen. But we've got some ideas on how to improve wrestling.
3: Yeah. Mm. Or
0: at least things... Pitching things we find that might be cool in wrestling in 2024. Mm. Um, if you've never watched the series before, we're going to go around in a circle. We're going to start with Adam, then Andrew, then myself. We're going to go around three times, and we'll be left with nine wonderful pitches. Don't take that sippy yet, because remember the golden rule, and you've got to say it with me. Yep. It's not what we think is going to happen. It's
1: is what
2: we want
1: to
0: happen. to happen. When Tom's on, he does this really funny thing where he doesn't say it then. Waits for me to is start. It's what we want ah, to happen. Yeah. Yeah, love
2: it. It's always funny. Does that get under your skin? Does it? So much. <laughs>
0: One time he didn't say it, and then he was on the podcast with me the next day, and then said it when I tried to talk. Then <laughs> he's good, isn't he? Yeah, yeah in a way. Yeah. In a way. Um, no, he is good. Yeah. But uh, I just had to get that off my chest. Um, right. <laughs> we'll start. We'll start with Adam. Actually, yes. It's uh, can we have your first pitch for wrestling in 2024,
2: please? Uh, so I'm starting. I'm being a bit of a Debbie Downer here, okay. but I'm improving things mm. to be a Debbie Upper. Um, <laughs> So, my, uh, my first pitch is to scrap the WWE Women's Tag Team titles. Okay. Um, but there's a reason for it and a solution as well. So, uh, you're going to scrap the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships and you are going to introduce a women's mid-card title, the oh. Women's Intercontinental title. Ooh. I'll get I'll get on to who should win that in a little bit. Okay. I, so, uh, women's tag team titles, I think, have been a bit of a mess since they were first introduced. Mm-hmm. All those years ago, uh, it's just constantly thrown together teams. No offense to the Iconics of obviously, uh, often used to further women's singles feuds yeah. uh, rather than actually building a proper tag division. Um, and you, you see it across, even. It, I mean, even a lot of the, the, the teams that don't go on to win the titles are thrown together. Mm. They. I don't know if it's a lack of roster depth or sort of unwillingness to really go forward with a team, uh, but they haven't been good. So we're going to introduce um, a women's intercontinental title by dissolving the tag title. So how do we get there? Uh, Katana Chance, Caden Carter have to square off to dissolve those titles and crown a first ever women's IC champion. Uh, Katana Chance wins, but shortly after, a week, two weeks, whenever, she's beaten by Nia Jax. Oh! oh who starts a lengthy reign with the gold. Uh, I, I chose Katana Chance uh, there because... She's little, isn't she? And I think Nia could throw her about a lot. Uh, and yeah. I just think that's the more interesting match of, of the two possibilities. But I'm not particularly fussed who wins that, yeah. uh, to be fair. Um, so I think Nia's been great since her comeback. She I'm has. really, really happy to eat my words. I, just, I think she's just had the match of her career against Becky Lynch on, on Raw. The it was...
0: only other one I can think of would be when she wrestled Bliss at WrestleMania one year. And it was a very simple feud. Mm, heel versus was. face. Um, and Naya won but no that was great she's yeah, been to, she's, everyone's quite shocked but it's good isn't it
2: it's really good It's because yeah. really, I don't think anybody expected it either um, and I think Naya has been um, the object of ridicule for, for a while so it's really nice to be proven wrong and I'm yes. glad that people mm. are starting to change their opinion on Naya Jax I'm not d- discounting myself there by the way I've just sort of I've complained about Nia, her booking, her performances yeah. uh, in, in the past. But no, I think she's been really, really fantastic. So props to her for that. Uh, I don't think, though, that she should be world champion anytime soon. That's mm. not something that I want to see. So uh, let's continue on with Nia being good and proving herself to be a workhorse mid-card champion. That's what the IC title is all about. Uh,
1: and let's, let's shut the haters up, eh? Yeah. Yeah, for Those sure. And haters. then that leads to somebody else as well being put over down the line, too. Yeah. So like, you know, beating Nia Jax. Yeah. Hugging the, the mm-hmm. Nia Jax, coming to get you, and someone then goes on to beat her, get I, the belt. I so. think
2: that's a really good position for Jade Cargill as well, because a lot yeah. of yeah. people do want to see her mm-hmm. go straight for the world title, yeah. but uh, depending on how green she still is, and obviously we don't know when we're going to see her, I think mm. that would be a good position for Jade Cargill to defeat a monstrous Nia Jax. Mm. Yes.
0: Um, it's a yes from me straight away. I really like it. it you, I, it's interesting that Rather than just pitch the addition of this belt, you've also taken one away. But I don't disagree with that either, because you're right, the women's tag title division, or the women's tag division has been quite threadbare. Mm. Not very...
2: It seems like a defeatist thing to do, doesn't it? Yeah. I didn't like it when I was typing this out. I was like, oh man, really? What I should be pitching is to elevate the women's tag team division. But I just think a women's mid-card title has more value. Yes, I would say so mm. as well. Um, yeah, yes for me.
1: Yeah, yes for me as well. I think it's really good. Uh, I do feel like the tag team division, sometimes it has good spots, and then but like more often it has the bad spots. And I do feel like it's just there to give people something to do that don't necessarily have anything to do. And I feel like a mid-card title could help that cause in some way.
2: I think that the women's tag titles are so damaged at this point, mm. um, it's not really a prestigious thing to, mm. to win those titles. And I think that takes a lot of work to fix that. That's a multi-year mm. project. And I'm not saying they shouldn't do that. I just think it's probably a little bit easier to just introduce a new uh, belt.
0: On this week's Raw, right, I kind of felt bad for the heels. Because okay. the, the champions are out in the club yeah, they didn't have their belts with them, which is unprofessional. Oh, that's a bit... And um, they're having a dance because that's their gimmick. Yeah. And then Chelsea Green and Piper Niven come in into their VIP section, step over the velvet rope and go, we, we're we going to get a rematch against you. And the challenge threw their drinks in their faces and then the heels got kicked out.
2: Unnecessary, what? isn't it? Yeah, the bouncers uh, were yeah, like, yeah, yeah come yeah. on. Disgusting.
0: Disgusting yeah, beard. disgraceful. So take the belts off them and get rid of the belts entirely because of that. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <with that. Yeah. laughs> I've just been nervously glancing down at Andrew's notes because I've noticed that I can't see a it's second picture. It's a smaller font, and it's, it's all on one page. So I'm strapping myself in. It's a book. To be
1: taken on a journey. About a booking. You know what I mean?
0: That's where we're we going, mm. right?
1: Uh, first one, and big we're one. are all authors in a way. Well, I don't know about myself. No, we all are. But here we go. We um, so... There's two people last year in AEW that when I think about moments from the promotion in 2023, stick out as individuals the company should build around throughout this year. And that and those people are Swerve Strickland and Will, Ian e. Ospreay. Mm, okay. Um, both have had tremendous feuds and matches that in my mind really solidified their status as future world champions within the company. Uh, right now, however, though, Samoa Joe is the AEW world champion. And I don't think that title should be taken off him Anytime soon, at least, anyway. Uh, Joe could go into face and defeat the likes of former world champions in Hangman, Moxley. You've got Omega when he's well again as well. And then I was thinking maybe you could put Darby and Wardlow in there. But then I was like, well, I don't want Wardlow to lose and then get pushed down again. You know what I mean? Maybe Darby. I mean, Derby would be all right because they've had things before in the past as well. Um... But yes, but ultimately, Joe, he's very, very dominant throughout sort of the first half of the year. And this can take Joe right up to the summer. And after defeating maybe, I don't know, I feel bad for Okada because I feel like he never wins forbidden door things. Does Don't feel bad for Okada. He wins right. everything. He's I won everything for about I 10 years. <laughs> well, he doesn't... No, <laughs> job him out. No, job him <laughs> Five out. Minutes. I was thinking, right, so you, it j- takes Joe up to summer and then after defeating maybe Okada or uh, Tetsu United as well because mm. he's got a big match coming up too at Forbidden Door. Uh, no one seems capable of taking the title oh, from Joe. No, yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry. Yeah, he's got a big Don't match man. coming up at WrestleKing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, but, but this then takes I, him I'm up too. Sorry, that's... Yes, sorry. Um... So nobody can take the title from Joe at this point. So that's when you cue Will Ospreay, who enters the title picture leading up to All In in 2024. But I've kind of in parallel, I've written what what Will and what Swerve are doing at this period in time of okay, yeah, Joe's yeah, yeah. having this thing, right? So running in parallel to Joe's hot streak of a reign, we see Osprey officially in the promotion during the early stages of 2024. Um, we get moments like he appreciates everything that Don Callis has done for him this far in AEW, but states that he wants to start fresh and clean heading into this new venture of his. Uh, Callis takes this as a sign of disrespect though. He calls for Takeshita, Hobbs and Fletcher to attack Will. However, Fletcher obviously sides with his United Empire partner, which then leads to a feud between the two factions. So we get a returning Mark Davis down the line and a new member added to the Don Callis family. I'm not sure who, you can make up your mind there. United Sting. Oh. Probably. Sting. Sting. <laughs> I was thinking quite radically. I was thinking maybe a woman. A oh, so
2: woman? left <laughs> oh, A What? I can't no. do this. No, I don't agree with that in the
1: workplace.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Serena Deeb if she comes back. Oh, yeah, she's oh, all the way
1: back That could work. Yeah, that yeah, could yeah. work. Um, So yeah, so we get uh, the Don Callis family and the United Empire, they have a bit of a feud where ultimately, you know, Osprey and and, uh, the United Empire come out on top and then Osprey signals what he has his eyes firmly set on next and that is their AEW world title. However, also fresh off a feud is Swerve Strickland, who comes out on top in his rivalry against Keith Lee. Uh, with this one, with the, sorry, with this win under his belt, along, you know, with just being all around white hot right now, uh, Osprey's goal obviously catches Swerve's attention. Uh, Swerve doesn't want a repeat of last year uh, with Hangman instead and everything. Instead, it's his time. And he has more than put the work in to, you know, go forward and mm. go after the AEW World Championship. Um... As has Osprey though, and in some regards, the two are really similar in that aspect too. They've both had stellar years and growth in 2023, and both each hold a five-star singles match to their name in AEW as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. in, in singles, yeah, yeah,
2: in yeah. singles matches. I wouldn't bring you know? that up in the promo.
1: Well, <laughs> Osprey might. Yeah.
2: What, what was his right? five-star singles
1: match? He is, was against Kenny, I believe. Oh, of course it was yes. a Forbidden Door. Yes. Um, And, you know, both rightly deserve a shot at the AEW World Champion Samoa Joe. Uh, So we get an intense and personal feud between Mogul Embassy and United Empire that sort of culminates in somewhat of a stalemate for Ospreay and Swerve. So both are obviously visibly hungry and willing to go to the lengths to prove that they're the one rightfully worthy of challenging for Joe's title, uh, each perhaps having one win against the other, in faction action warfare, so we have faction, the faction action. The oh, faction like that. action that's warfare. good.
0: That's the. I thought that was a stipulation. No, no, in faction, <laughs> faction action, action warfare. warfare. So
1: you know, so like they get a sneaky win mm. on one, and then the other does the same thing to like get back at one another. Um, all this, however, spills over to double or nothing in May, where the stage is finally set for a one-on-one. Two out of three falls about to determine Ooh, who goes wow. on to challenge Joe next. And ultimately, it's Osprey that ekes out, or Joe ekes Ooh. out a win uh, here and goes on to challenge and defeat Joe, winning the title at All-In, in a triumphant moment for him, obviously, okay. with it being in Wembley in London in the UK and everything. Um, however, things start to show... Uh, <laughs> Things start to slowly shift after this, and Will's ego begins to get the best of him a little bit. He's halfway through his first year with AEW full-time and he's already captured the title in the com- the title in the company, sorry. And not only that, but when he was part-time before, when he was coming in for little bits and pieces, he'd already f- defeated two former world champions of the promotion, too. He becomes a little bit overconfident in himself, a little bit blasé, a little bit like, I can do whatever I want because look, I'm so good right now. Whereas Swerve, sort of after his loss at double or nothing, he somewhat has a little bit of a crisis of confidence. In it. And as I'm saying this now, I'm feeling like it's almost mirroring the Kenyan hangman thing a little bit okay. in some ways. Um, the embassy no longer have faith in him and he's ousted from the group and he hits rock bottom and loses his way a little bit while slowly turning face in the process. We know Ooh. people cheer, cheer for him now, Ooh. but like, it's, it's a bit of a natural sort of, a natural change, you know? People don't want to burn, do they? Yeah, Exactly. Um, And in the months following All In, Swerve starts to pick the momentum back up again as the wins start to rack up once more. And in true AEW fashion, a tournament takes place to determine who goes on to face this the AEW is, champion. Well, you yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a <laughs> well, <laughs> who goes on to face the AEW World Champion Will okay. Osprey next? Okay. Uh, I got a little bit extra in there. Uh, Swerve scratches and claws his way through the brackets and gets through to the finals, which is set to take place at Wrestle Dream. And in a moment that sort of harkens back to the past. Swerve's final opponent is Hangman Adam Page in this moment, too. So we're running that back a little bit, too. Uh, This time, though, the two are sort of on the same wavelength. You know, Hangman has been in this sort of position before, crisis of confidence, down on his luck, ousted from his group. But regardless of their history, you know, Hangman understands what type of person Swerve is and who he's become in this year of growth, I guess, for him. Um, And the two have an amicable banger that sees Swerve obviously come out on top and finally secure his spot to challenge for the big one. So with the heel and face dynamic sort of now reversed, Swerve Strickland challenges Will Ospreay for the AEW world title at World's End. Perhaps he tries to go for it at full gear, but, you know, some dastardly doings by Ospreay and the United Empire kind of prevent that from happening um and then against all odds where beats will and holds the aw world title above his head in the closing moments of now, 2024 that's a wonderful yarn you've weaved it's a yarn yarn it's very good
0: uh, i agree with it. it's a yes from me and i i like it very much on a macro level yeah but there's some little tweaks i'd make okay
1: on you can tweak it what's the opposite micro Ma- micro macro, macro, on a smaller level
0: micro. um <clears throat> just the hangman stuff i think that hangman reminds me a lot of dream McIntyre, not mm. just because he's they're both bloody gorgeous men. They are gorgeous men. Whoa. But also because they're both heel, they're both um, angry, but have kind of a justification for that. Yeah. And Drew to me feels like the next stage for Hangman. Oh, okay. <clears throat> where I could see Hangman becoming a heel because, but a one with a one with a, a justified reason for doing so because mm-hmm. he should have been the babyface in that feud with Swerve. did horrible things, but he could give, he could be angry at the crowd for cheering Swerve. Yeah. And he could be like, why have you done that? And I could see him being a really good. First opponent for oh. Swerve in 2025, it would be. Yeah, it, it would be 2025. Um, it's a yes for me overall. Though. Thank you. Thank Maybe you, not man. the
1: tournament as well. But it would be right. yes well, I it. couldn't think about it. I just, just did a Tony totally Bucket decision Just have decision right come there. out and
0: go, Hangman versus Swerve.
1: Okay, yeah. For the number one contendership. Well, I'll put that in there instead. Oh, no. there you go. <laughs> so
2: your, your concern is that you jump in the gun a little bit by doing um, Hangman before the win. Oh, no, Ryan. sorry. It
0: was when he said an amicable face-versus-face uh, right, okay. I, I'd, more, I'd more rather see... Unless, by losing that, Hangman goes down a dark path. Mm. But I don't think, in my mind, I'd, I wouldn't want Hangman to forgive Swerve, ever. Okay. I think they should be
2: like Raven and Dreamer, like they just hate each other yeah. forever.
0: Although they did win the tag belts together. they ignore that. They ignore Yay. that.
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, my only criticism as well is the is the tournament. I'd just do like a, a four way or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's but, a good uh, shout. Other than that, I really like it. I, I'm, I've got I've got something uh, concerning swerve coming mm. up as well. Uh, I'm a little bit worried that yours is very much better.
1: Well, it's longer. I don't know if longer <laughs> means better. So, yeah, well,
2: that's war. the yeah. It's War and Peace versus a very hungry caterpillar, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see which Oops. one comes out. On top. <laughs>
0: masters of their respective fields. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah for oh, sure. You, classics.
2: So yeah. stay tuned. It's a yes from me. Thank you.
0: Thank that thank means you very that much. you're, what was that, Tolstoy? You're, Tol- you're the Tolstoy of this. I you
1: said Toy Story. You're the Toy I'm Story. I'm the Toy Story.
2: <laughs> <laughs> who wrote Very Hungry Caterpillar.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pop Who, Pop who was Toy
0: Story. <laughs> <laughs> I think, was it Tolstoy who wrote War and Peace? Joel, which Russian literature? <laughs> I think you're
2: right, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Not Dostoevsky.
2: Oh, what was many,
0: it? How many oh, gold Yeah, right. Oh God! Um, Should I do my wrestling picture? The wrestling, yeah, okay.
3: Tolstoy.
0: Yeah, have you seen him? You seen what he looks like? I think he could be an old Richard Subman. Really, Tolstoy. Get him up! Come on, let's get (laughs) Tolstoy. (laughs) Tolstoy. Have you got Have you got the overlay ready or not? It's all right if you don't. We can come back to Tolstoy later. If we, oh man, he just looks quite like an old. Oh
1: my God. What it does an a little bit. No, at no, no, all. a very old, I can see no, that. a very old, oh.
0: old Richard Tubman. Poor guy. No, not that picture. Uh, it's just an old that, man with a so no, beard. No, 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 no go I can go see it. I can oh, see, sorry, go see go second it. row, second one along on the second row. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. One, oh yeah. look, look at the one like that one. Wow, yeah, wow. It. he very, looks
1: like a man that would ride a bike. Yeah,
0: a very old Richard has ridden a bike very far. Yeah, very far. Um, Tolstoy in Japan. Right, so (laughs) that's Tolstoy. Um, (laughs) I've never read War and Peace,
1: actually. No? No. (laughs) Is it good? Uh, Well, you don't know. (laughs) Is it good? Why are you looking at me? I don't know. (laughs) No, why? why, why, Is it good, John? Let us know
2: your thoughts on War and Peace in the comments below by Tolstoy.
0: Um, My first pitch for 2024 is a general one, Mm. but one that... Concerns primarily AW. Um, In fact, it it entirely concerns AW. But it could apply to any. But it could apply to any (laughs) promotion. But it doesn't. It it
3: does.
0: It does. It really does. It does. No, no, no. We're back and forth. It's an AW one. It's
2: just about Tony Khan. (laughs) (laughs) It could apply to anyone. He needs to sort himself
0: out. (laughs) <laughs> Less is more is the name of the pitch. Less mm. is more, Spe- uh, for the first sentence, specifically for AEW. Ah. <laughs> I'll be careful what I say, because criticizing AEW tends to generate endless arguments these days. Yeah. But what I will say is that in 2023, the product seemed to get too much for a lot of people, more than it had previously. Myself, I would include myself there. Mm. And I put, in fairness to Tony and the roster, the pay-per-views still almost always deliver, at least in terms of match quality, if not necessarily booking decisions. Still a very talented roster, and there's still at least like two or three really good matches on every pay-per-view. But the main reason that I personally became a lot less enthusiastic about AEW last year wasn't the pay-per-views or the match quality. It was the week-to-week storytelling and the meaning behind a lot of these matches or lack thereof. And I think the main overarching reason behind all of this is that Tony can't grasp that in wrestling, a lot of the time, less is more. Um AEW started off exactly the right way with a smaller roster, easy to follow storylines. Um, I particularly think of obviously Hangman and Kenny, but also until the Anthony Agogo one, a lot of Cody's early storylines were really simple, really good. You could tell he had that his dad's influence, the NWA, simple old school way of storytelling long-term. Don't they say they book backwards? So like they have an end point in mind and then they think of the steps. Oh. Um, and I think they've really lost that. Now it seems like they have a start point And then often things just lose their way. Mm. Um, There's now a million wrestlers, a million belts and shows with a million different things happening on them. It's become very hard to follow. And I wish they would kind of shrink that focus again. Uh, Obviously, you can't just get rid of half the roster you've employed or anything like that uh, or get rid of all these very new belts you've just introduced. But I think the best thing for AW in 2024 would be to spread things out a bit. Ring of Honor is very shallow at the minute there's not a lot going on there nobody really pays attention to it anymore so I think you could transfer a big chunk of the AEW roster over there if possible I've put in brackets I don't know how easy this is contractually I know they're Tony stressed before that they are actually different companies. They're not under the same, but it's what I want to happen. So it'll be fine. Um, This would hopefully help out the AW brand as well, because at the minute there are so many feuds going on at once, it's impossible to give each one enough attention or enough build. So we end up getting blow-off matches that are often very good, but mean very little. Uh, Or we get storylines that freewheel for far too long, because it feels like Tony can't say no to certain ideas, especially when it comes to top stars This is just how it feels, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was true, especially when it comes to storylines involving top stars like Jericho, MJF, or previously the Young Bucks, but they've been gone for a while. Um, So basically, my pitch boils down to spread out the roster among your many other wrestling shows that you've got, um, allowing you to prioritize fewer things on Dynamite and on pay-per-view, hopefully leading to meaningful, easy-to-follow storylines again. So it's Mm. more of a theory than a specific... Story. Don't worry, I've got more specific pitches coming later on, don't worry. But that one was more of a general guide line.
2: Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's important. I, I One thing that I struggle with, with AEW, um, which I think relates to this pitch, is I I'm unable to watch every week. And I'm sure a lot of fans are in a similar position that they don't manage to catch the TV show every single week. And I find dropping in and out of AEW a lot more difficult. Mm. Um, because Everything's changed. Ev- ev- things change very, very quickly. And some fans really like it. The, the really hardcore fans, I think, are rewarded for being hardcore fans okay. because something will be referenced that happened two weeks ago, six months ago, two years ago, uh, and it sort of weaves a story together. And that's great, isn't it? If you can pick up on that stuff. Yes. I I, I don't have that opportunity. And I, I think that maybe puts some people off. Uh, I, I really like the pitch. Uh, the pitch, sorry. I think it, um, it sums up a lot of issues that I think a lot of people see in AEW. I just
0: think when you look back at... The reason for this pitch was that when you think back at those very early AEW pay-per-views in 2019 start of 2020... It feels like a, a completely different promotion now. Oh yeah, there's so much more going on, and it's just and those and also the first few well the first year of Dynamite was like must see wrestling television. Every week had like a few big angles. Like I remember Cody punching through the glass and and all this and the It had simple stuff that was easy to follow. And they've lost all of that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in I, my opinion, but I know people get very cross.
2: I think <coughs> I might be a bit of a moron. Might have fed brain. People call it right. Fed pill. Fed I mean, pill. Fed pill. Uh, I. I like the simple storytelling. Yeah. I don't like things being <clears throat> overcomplicated and having to necessarily sit down and work things out. I don't have the memory for it. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I think things could be uh, a, a little bit simpler for sure.
1: I, yeah, yeah, I, like yeah it. Th- I, I agree. I think things could definitely be simpler. I think there's, I think you could almost weave the two in, especially, you know, like with the Kenny and Hangman stuff, it was simple, but it also weaved things in that had happened like so yes. long ago. But if you didn't, but if you
0: if you didn't pick up on all of them, it didn't matter. No, you didn't yeah, have to, exactly. It wasn't yeah. all essential. Yeah, 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 yeah it yeah, was yeah. like
1: it was like something that rewarded you for watching Yes, if you exactly. like. And I love stuff like that yeah, so yeah. much because it it's just always nice to see them, you know, harken back to something. Mm. Um, but I think you're right in terms of and and I'm in a similar boat as well. Sometimes I don't catch AW week to week, and it's so difficult to jump back on. Right. Um, to know where people are and what they're doing and why they're doing this, that and the other. And that's, I mean, that's obviously, you know, something for me because I've not been watching uh, necessarily like well, keeping I, I up. Think but
0: sometime, I don't think it is just you because I think sometimes they use that as a crutch. Mm. Like, oh, we need a reason for this match. Let's reference this match they had two years ago yeah. and pretend that this is built off that. But mm. really, I don't think everything
1: is it picking. And yeah, I don't know. Trying to yeah. scratch at anything. But no, I think. Focus is definitely something there. I've got a bit of a pitch for something else down the line oh. as well. I think focus is something definitely to focus on in twenty twenty four for Lovely. them, uh, just to be a bit more. Just I don't know, con- not conde- condense, not condensed, concise, concise, yeah, yeah concise, yeah, sure. concentrated, yeah, for sure. Synergy. Synergy, yeah, yeah. like energy and. Syn. Syn. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That'd so, be- Two
0: yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, uh, go no. Go on. On. Two, yeses, yes. two yeses. Two yeses. Uh,
2: I guess I'll do my uh my swerve one.
0: Oh right. Um, so, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I don't
2: want to wait too long. Uh, Strickland or like Russo. Uh, bugs. Oh, oh it's the hottest oh. new tag team, bro. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> I've titled this AEW is Swerve's house. Yes. Uh, Swerve Strickland is the man to beat Samoa Joe. He ends his title reign sooner than I think a lot of people are okay. expecting. Uh, Revolution in March. Oh, wow. Um, which. Might seem daft because you sort of do want to present Samoa Joe as the final boss, but stick with me. Uh, Swerve wins clean, turning fully babyface in the process because, as mentioned earlier, nobody actually wants to boo him, Uh, despite Joe healing it up and trying to retain the title by any means necessary. Swerve holds that belt up until Wembley. He has... Banger after banger after banger, where his challenger is, of course, Will Ospreay. Swerve unexpectedly defeats hometown hero mm. Will Osprey in Wembley. Well, well, well. In Wembley, well-y, which well-y, is yeah well. right, in the best wrestling match of all time. Mm. After the match, Osprey shakes Swerve's hand, gets on the mic, and says, "This is your house, bruv." <laughs> Just like that, <laughs> uh, your house, bruv. So that's pretty much the entire pitch. Um, but uh, the reason for this is AEW, I think, have a, a bit of a horrible habit sometimes of not fully capitalising on people who are hot, and this isn't an AEW specific thing. There they are WWE pitches coming. Don't worry, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they do, uh, and. As a result of that, those people get lukewarm. Your those, mm-hmm. Hook, uh, Lance Archer, Malachi Miro. There's there's loads and loads of examples, all varying degrees, mm-hmm. but um, they've generally been most successful when they do listen to the fans. Mm-hmm. And essentially, mm-hmm. fans want swerve. Don't mm-hmm. let don't chance it. Don't let <laughs> let swerve get lukewarm. We can come back to Samoa Joe uh, down the line. I'm not saying that I don't want to see s- uh, Joe. Sorry, as a as a champion because I do I th- I'm so so happy to see that I just think you're at risk of letting s- something happen with Swerve we mm. see, we've been burnt one too many times let's just pull the trigger
0: and I think he would be the biggest example of it if that happened I think everyone wouldn't, wouldn't forget that one. Oh then yeah for I sure
2: and beating Osprey in Wembley yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, it's sure. not a heel move for Swerve he's the baby face they're both baby faces at that point just a handshake is enough and then you, you're putting the focus on Swerve who oh, I mm. think is the future of the company
0: it's a, yes, same, agreed. It's a bold, it's a bold book. It's, I'm giving it a yes as well. Even though Andrews had Osprey win in the big match at Wembley and you've had him lose in the big match at Wembley. But I really like it. Um, I think that it wouldn't, because a lot of people might hear that and instantly think you can't have him lose at Wembley. He's English. But I think that he has already had his big win over Jericho. Mm-hmm. And I also think that if that happened, Swerve is so popular, I don't think the crowd would be as unanimously behind Osprey as everybody would think. I think there'd be mm. a lot of people very pleased that Swerve had won. So, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, His so, big moment. And, and yeah. like,
2: it's too easy to have Osprey win. Everybody will be expecting a big Osprey mm-hmm. win. Yeah. So don't do it.
0: Yeah, fair enough. It's a, it's a big yes. It's two thumbs up
1: from me. Whoa! it's a we, big... do yeah, we do we that? Yeah, we can if we want to. Do we, we... Just an extra stiff one. I'll do it. Oh. D- oh, oh, an extra stiff one.
0: Um, I'm going to say... I don't know. I just became, like, carry on there. It's just... What's going on? Carry on pitching.
1: I'm going to give it a big yes as well because... Um, basically all of what Jack said there, but also the fact that I think not that Osprey hasn't, uh, hasn't really worked to get into that position and be the AEW world champion. I genuinely think he deserves it uh, either this year or next year. Um, but I feel like Swerve obviously being with the company for a while now, really put the work into to have him win it and, you know, keep it and beat, Osprey at Wembley as well to retain it and everything. I think would be better because I don't necessarily think that will. I mean, will when's Will in the company from properly like March, right? He
0: said he'd be on the road to Revolution, so maybe Mm. earlier.
1: Oh, maybe earlier. Maybe a little little bit earlier. I think so. I I feel like maybe like not maybe don't maybe don't pull the trigger on that so soon. Okay, giving the world championship to Osprey Mm -hmm. Uh, and rather just yeah just letting. Swerve have his moment to shine. The Osprey can always be the champion later. Exactly, yeah, that's sure. what I mean. Yeah,
0: for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's a good, very good pitch. Hopefully, um, um, Leo Tolstoy. It's your pitch next.
1: <laughs> I thought it was because I'm born in. DiCaprio. All oh, right. Okay.
0: Right. DiCaprio. Well, he looks a bit like him, doesn't he? What Tolstoy? No, you look a bit like Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, come on. I don't... back yourself. Well, come on. No, we no. all we're all no. really good. I look like a then. skinny
1: Billy Corgan.
0: Billy Corgan? No, you're better looking than Billy Corgan. Definitely. Yeah. Right.
1: Don't know about that. Moby. As well. Like Michael Stipe. I get that Michael quite a Chiklis. bit. <laughs> Michael Chicklis. Michael Douglas.
0: You've named a lot of bald men, but I, I'd Blumenthal. say that <laughs> I, Oh, I was going to say I'd say Andrew's better looking than all of them, but he's Greg
1: Walley. Best
2: in No, he's not. He's not. What? Do you reckon?
1: Uh, little squashed face, like a marble. <laughs> he's horrible that?
2: looking. Heston Blumenthal, the chef. Yeah, he's, he's quite, great. I don't a know.
0: Crazy stuff. things are like, oh, I've got, I'm yeah. going to make a curry out of steam.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I quite like steam. it. I don't know. Is he like a bit of a dickhead or all? I don't know. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I, I used to like his <laughs> television show. Yeah, 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 It was good. Uh, right, there. he used to do like Charlie and Chocolate Factory and stuff. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. he used to do mad oh, things. Like, so good. Showing sure uh, off a bit,
0: but yeah, he was. Yeah,
1: yeah, know. Uh My second pitch is um a wwe one we finally got there everybody we're going to wwe actually uh, adam's first one was was WWE. shut up
2: (laughs) (laughs) no it was (laughs) i forgot (laughs) already jesus this (laughs) is andrew's house
1: (laughs) (laughs) i completely forgot you're right it was this is the second one that wouldn't
0: fly if ross was here (laughs) (laughs) he calm us both down (laughs) straight away (laughs) uh
1: since we didn't get it last year due to the uh premium live event being replaced with Night of Champions, given that Roman was hitting his 1,000-day milestone as champion, I would love to see the King and Queen of the Ring tournament return in WWE in 2024. Um, My main reasoning for this is There is now a plethora of talent in WWE and uh, a king and queen of the ring tournament could help elevate some stars at a time when I'm sure it's easy for a lot of people to get lost in the shuffle at this point because it is, boy howdy, it's laden with lots of big star people now. Um, So as I've mentioned in the past, of course, sort of this, Tournament needs to be more than just a scepter, or a crown, and a and an accent change. Uh, it needs to be something with stakes, and I think a title shot at SummerSlam um, mm. would be really nice. And also, the semifinals and finals taking place on the same night as well. Uh, they used to do that before. Mm. And I feel like it adds a little bit more stakes in terms of like, you know, the these wrestlers are a little bit gassed. They've been through the works already throughout the evening. Uh, it just adds a little bit more in there rather than just having the finals It also on. makes me
0: worry about potential storyline shenanigans. Well, which is a good. That's thing. it, yeah. yeah. You the can mic, have the run through is storylines for storytelling.
1: It's pregnant with storytelling. It is pregnante. Uh so yeah, have both the semifinals and finals take place on the same night. <laughs> Um, with more running narratives throughout the night to make us invest in the concept once more, um, and also for both the men's and women's roster bouts, if we combine them together, that's a lovely like little six match event. And they wow. like to have the shorter pay per views, don't they? I quite Wait, like that.
0: So that yes, yeah, sorry, and then, then then the winner gets yes. the summer Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Sure. yeah. Um, So, and I think a tournament like this would be a great place for Jade Cargill to showcase her skill, you know, if WWE have been keeping her back and biding their time by training her up a little more, uh, then what better way to introduce someone than having her, you know, come in and absolutely tear through the tournament to showcase how much she's grown in skill since we last saw her on TV. Um, And I feel like it almost gave breathing space to some other aspects of the roster too. You know, now that there's a lot of star power in the main event scene, it's a bit worrying, I think, for a lot of us to think maybe where your LA Knights might land or your Damian Priests. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, if you take aspects of what's unfolding on TV, obviously with the likes of, you know, we've got Knight, Orton and Siles embroiled in a little thing at the moment uh, and place them in the tournament, then not only can you mix like solid main eventers in the tournament too, uh, with some more sort of upper mid card talent to make things feel a bit more legitimate.
2: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: uh but you can get more interesting matchups i feel like as well whilst you know we might not necessarily get those matches on your sort of week-to-week tv you get something a little bit more uh, something a little bit different that you don't obviously see very often um and then hopefully as well you have some of the more established names put over the company's future hot prospects as well. We can't, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta push forward to the future, you know? Um, and I, I guess in some weird roundabout way, I feel like what I'm trying to say is that now with sort of stars like CM Punk returning again, I don't want the ball to be dropped on those that in the last year have felt like they are becoming the future of the company. Um, and it feels maybe as if, you know, a lot of us have been saying with the flagship pay-per-views, you got Royal Rumble coming up, a lot of people saying CM Punk is mm-hmm. going to win it. Maybe he's barely win. on the women's side of things as well to go to WrestleMania. You know, if you're going to have these names sort of win and in the more flagship pay-per-views, then why not have the momentum riding forward for those and have them in tournaments and stuff like this um, and give them a legitimate title shot, an opportunity to make king and the queen of the ring mean something again you know what uh, you sorry were you going to go first no yeah. go on well when andrew first
0: started this pitch i was all i was fully no because oh. you said the word tournament and i was like oh. yeah because i think not because of you or your previous pitch but i think that i've just got tournament burnout the rest in the minute solid. yeah aw your New experience. japan like so many yeah. different tournaments going on all the time but um you turn it around fully and Thank I'm, you. I'm it's a yes from me Thank you. because if you make it its own event, that's what I'm in favor mm-hmm. of. And one where I really would trust Triple H more to book a King of the Ring because latter editions of King of the Ring felt like once it was over, didn't really mean much. Yeah. Like Woods won it, great. But then- Yeah, exactly. Not, nothing came of it. I mean, Roman broke his crown. It was that the Ro- for, yeah. yeah, the
1: Roman stuff, but still. And, and then Zelina had a weird accent for a bit. Oh God, yeah. I didn't even remember
0: who won the women's yeah. one. Yeah. Whereas in this case, if it was its own event and <clears throat> there was a title shot on the line, then I think- it's justified. And I think it would be a wonderful platform to have Sami Zayn.
1: Oh, that would for the be so good.
0: And finally win that belt. I like that time. as well. I um, like that. Imagine Sami versus Punk. That would um, be me. Punk mean. would be an so, arsehole. And Sami's a, oh, a lovely. He's lad. a
2: lovely. Oh, he's that a
1: a little was
0: little me lovely. ruffling his imaginary hair. <laughs> little scamp. Yeah. You little scamp. Um, and on the women, but if you're going to have a more established name like Sami win, <clears> on the women's side, I would have maybe like. Uh, maybe even an X, like Roxanne Perez or Lyra yeah. Valkyria or something like that. Mm, so yes, that nice. it's a big yes for me.
2: Oh, I'd have Jade versus Charlotte in the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, uh,
0: Charlotte might be... It's what we want to happen, but Charlotte yeah. might be able to. True.
2: Yeah. Um, <sighs> oh. I, I, right. It, it, to me, it's not about the... <laughs> it's it, an unnecessary noise, <laughs> wasn't it? No. It's <laughs> not about the King of the Ring coming back, because I love King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, let's be honest, King of the Ring hasn't actually existed for like... Oh, close oh. to 20 years yeah. the magical he, he, king of yeah, the, yeah the magic the proper king of the ring so seeing it come back be its own premium live event lots of stuff happening in one night mm-hmm. um, I love that it's all about what happens afterwards isn't yeah. it it really really is and you've got the title shot there at mm-hmm. SummerSlam um, I think that's enough for me I think that's enough uh yeah, it's it is it is a yes, it is a yes Ooh. for you, for me. I do know. I get oh. tentative. No, 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 no. I'm not going back. You're calling it back. It really <laughs> is just like the king, king of the ring, needs to mean something. And actually, yeah. I think it needs to be even bigger than just a title shot at SummerSlam. Right. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying whoever wins has to dress up in a cape and crown, <laughs> um, but it needs to be referenced. Throughout the year, it needs to be a really big deal, mm. and that's probably a multi-year project as well. Uh, it, it is a yes for me. What it do you think?
1: Yes. Do you think they could like maybe it'd be difficult, I guess, because there's so many people. But I get what if you'd give it like a you put specific wrestlers in there that are good at like you got your technical wrestlers or you cruiserweights or something like that. You know, some sort of like, like one division from each style. Thing. Yeah, like the video games. Yeah, house yeah.
2: Versus technical, or, or yeah, uh, intangibles. Mm.
0: Heart. Yeah, and then
2: <laughs> each of the technical wrestlers has a tournament to crown the best uh, technicals Yeah, go yeah, there All you the powerhouses go. go no, uh... No. Yeah, I can't I a, uh gimmick, mm. yeah, I don't know. That's a fun enough
0: game, If we could add as well, just one minor thing. Yeah. I would love if there was, and I think Triple H would probably do it, in homage to one of the best non-tournament King of the Ring matches ever, uh, have a one with glass panes of glass like Kurt and uh, and Shane. Absolutely, not real, not real Goliaths. And then we bring back <laughs> Kurt and
1: Shane to no, recreate the imagine spot. Imagine
0: the state of it.
1: I'd be fantastic.
0: I can't believe they managed to. I mean, they both got injured horribly in that match, and Kurt still had to go on and win the tournament that night. Yeah. But imagine them trying to do it now. would be fun. same match, spot for spot. Off you love go. To see come that. on, oh, go on, well, Shane. I'd love more than to see that now. But Shane used to be so good because he was a coward. Yep. Now he'd be going toe to toe with Angle. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible.
1: Right. He's my king of the ring. No, no. Yes, he is. Um,
0: Right. My second pitch is a complete worldwide wrestling ban on, as Ross would call it, spooky bollocks. I hate spooky stuff in wrestling now. Oh. Not always, but 99% of the time. I'm sick of spookiness in wrestling. It feels like it's been everywhere over the past few years. Perhaps it stems from trying to find the next Undertaker. Perhaps it stems from there being no fans, so you can try different spooky things with there being no fans there. But I think people in life are idiots and just love spooky rubbish. (laughs) Fraser Porter (laughs) often recommends me movies to watch. He sits next to me at work, and he'll go, have you heard about this new film? That's Kenny McIntosh, what Mm -hmm. have I done? Wrong, Wrong Scotsman. Pretty good. Um, he goes, Have you heard this film? And I'd say, despite me repeatedly stressing to him that I don't enjoy the horror genre, 80% of the films he recommends, like I saw this really good film. It's called The Blood Pit or something like <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Sounds great. And he knows I find it tedious. There are two major problems with spookiness <laughs> in wrestling. One, it leads to difficulties with booking. Bray Wyatt was amazing and amazing at the spooky stuff. He was unquestionably one of the better ones. But, and he held up his end of the bargain 100% with his performances and with his promos especially and everything and the atmosphere. But the booking that surrounded him was often very, very confusing. Mm. They had to find weird ways for him to lose because he had all these supernatural abilities or they could never pair him up against people that he potentially should be wrestling because he can't afford them to lose, but they can't be Bray Wyatt. So it was always a bit, it, it limited the booking rather than expanding the possibilities and It's hard for an opponent to come out of a feud with a spooky wrestler without one of the two looking weak. You've either lost when you're this spooky monster, how have you lost, or you've, you know, you've pooed yourself and ran away from the spooky man. Mm. Neither person, you know. Uh, The other major problem, and this is one that I find far more unbearable, though, um, unless it's in the hands of a very charismatic performer like Bray Wyatt was, but usually spooky stuff leads to long, annoying, tedious TV Every time we get these long, drawn-out, spooky segments, oh, no, a heel's belt's been stolen, it's in a graveyard, or it's in a haunted house, and then we see the heel creep through it for ages. They get frightened three to four times over the course of an hour, sorry, and then the spooky character appears and usually beats them up. Brilliant. I hate them. They did one on NXT. It was Halloween, but it, it was good. Uh, no, it was it not, was good. Andrew good. Hodkinson. I it. Did you? Yeah. The Noam Dar one.
1: That oh, no. Sorry, I'm thinking of like the... Uh, was it Johnny Gargano? That and
0: one was rubbish as well. I
1: was... And the one... Well, the final beat, camera... beat one?
0: No, no, no. Sorry, like Cameron talking... Grimes
1: and, uh, oh, right. and Dexter Loomis one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were yeah. fun. I liked them. Oh, you yeah, okay. they, they were
0: good. fun. Yeah. They were fun. Yeah. I guess what happened at the end? The heel got beaten up and or scared. It was fun. Oh. Um, also, in terms of in-ring stuff... Spooky gimmick matches usually aren't as good as they would be under a normal stipulation, I'm just saying, with the same two wrestlers. Um, I've got no issues with these people as wrestlers, with the House of Black or Abaddon or the Schism for much of last year or Tatum Paxty's new gimmick or Bliss when she was spooky or Sue Young in Impact. They're all talented, charismatic wrestlers, but the spooky stuff is too much and it all makes it hard for me to enjoy it, because for the past few years it really feels like it's been everywhere and Vince got obsessed with it in the latter days of his run as head of WWE his run <laughs> as head of WWE <laughs> Ukraine, at the end of his many decades he got really obsessed with spooky stuff the pandemic era seemed to be obsessed with spooky crap remember the zombie match mm-hmm. remember Braun Strowman getting boiled alive in the swamp remember Bliss popping out of a box and helping Orton at WrestleMania for no reason that was never explained and then they'd been feud in as well and Orton lost to bliss and it was she made something crash on him or something. Remember Uncle Howdy attacking LA Knight? Mm -hmm. Blanket ban across the world of wrestling on (laughs) spookiness. But Mil Muertes was really good in Lucha Underground. I like I liked him.
2: So there we go. Big fat no from me. Okay. You love the spooky, <laughs> You love the sp- Yeah. Well, I, I think the criticism with Bray Wyatt is perhaps a little bit unfair because I think you book yourself into a corner when you give him the title. I think mm. that, that was yeah. that was the, uh, more of an issue with like Bray. would like to stress
0: again, that wasn't a criticism of Bray Wyatt, the performer. No, no, of It course, was the of booking course. surrounding him. It wasn't mm-hmm. his fault at all. He was, he was brilliant.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think back to when I was a kid and that spooky stuff was the most appealing thing to me Uh, and I just I don't think it's necessarily for us I quite like the horror genre I don't watch a great number of films or anything but I I enjoy horror films Um, I totally understand like every single one of your criticisms as well but I'm just putting myself in the shoes of little five-year-old Adam (laughs) Petiti. And it would have been, uh, uh, you know, I'd I'd have loved all of it. I I wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't have cared if somebody's, oh, they don't look strong coming out of this feud. That guy looks amazing.
0: Or was it before you started watching, were were you a bit too young, when The Ultimate Warrior made Randy Savage be sick? Oh, no, Warrior was 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 sick. No, wait, who was sick. Papa what Shango
2: made The take? Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, did you see, watching yeah. that sort of time? Uh, yeah, I, 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 all I caught was the pay-per-views on VHS. So more spookiness. Yeah, yeah, certainly more. Like, Attitude Era, Ministry of Darkness, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. very much so. Um, and yeah, I, I, I just didn't care who was coming out. So, do I enjoy them now? Nah, not as much. But I think it would be a massive shame to okay. lose them. And I, I'd, I'd be interested in, in hearing, like, what your level of spookiness is, because you pointed out, like, Abaddon, House of Black... Well, uh, all of those. What, mm-hmm. what, where where do think, you draw um, the line? I
0: think it's the supernatural stuff. It's just that there's so many of them. I don't know. if mm-hmm. It's the more the tone of the spookiness. I think there's so many of them. So then I really got sick of when it when it cuts to a vignette and they're in a dark forest somewhere and they're chanting around a oh, thing I and it's all it. abstract and it never goes anywhere. They say code words like "I am the father, you are the goat." Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> it. Um, it, there's been so. If it was just once in a while, you'd love it. <laughs> I'm putting myself in the shoes of 30
1: year old Andrew Hodkinson but
0: I do totally understand your point that it is part it's a a small part but it is part of the fabric of wrestling I guess and it's yeah you're right in
2: they just are looking for the next Undertaker 100% that's what they're doing uh, and it's understandable Mm. Um, but I, I
0: understand why you've given it
2: now, and I, you know what well, that's part of the re- like Taker was uh, never needed the title was largely the best when he didn't have mm. the title I think as long as you keep the title away from these people who can bend the rules of wrestling because they can bend reality yeah. I don't yeah, know what to yeah, call yeah. it uh, then that's for the best I think you've just got to be really really careful with it and WWE weren't careful and maybe you feel a bit burned as a result of that at the same time I'm probably being a bit of a better end here as well because like <laughs> we're, not, well. we're not we're not, oh. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not <so. laughs> we're not um, we're not pitching for five-year-old us, are we? We're pitching what we like now, so you're completely no. justified mm. no, in what but you're saying. I, yeah. It
0: is valid, though. It is valid because not all of my pitch—I've—I've I've done it before. I've done pitches that would appeal to a, a broad spectrum rather than personally just myself. Mm. So I think I think bringing up five-year-old you is okay. I think that's mm. valid. All right. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew
1: is bringing up thirty-year-old. It's, it's a no <laughs> from you, as well. um, unfortunately. That's all right. uh, and. I com- again, like as Adam said, I completely get your criticisms of everything because if it's not done right, then it sort of falls flat mm. and seems just a bit weird and inconsequential in terms of, you know, like, as you were saying, someone, co- some, no, more often than not, someone comes out of it not looking better off, mm. but I love the presentation of things like the house of black and everything. I think it's a really unique thing. Uh, their entrance and everything. I I love how it looks. I love the vignettes and stuff like that. Um, and I just think to when we do pitches, you know, when uh, when we used to like pitch for for Bray Wyatt stuff or whatever, I used to get so excited about that stuff. You did because you of the possibilities. If the if they got it right, and I'm not saying like the things that I pitched were the right way to do things, but like I think there's definitely there's definitely uh, something there that you can capitalize on and do in the right way, but it's just not been found or hit necessarily okay. yeah, just yeah, yeah, yet. Yeah, fair. Um, I think if, you know, maybe they did take the time, the the people who do oversee and really book these things uh, to just sit down and maybe plan it out and think about it properly, I think we could get something very special. Uh, and I don't think we've, Necessarily got that just yet in these most recent years, at least. We anyway, have, we have not. as your pitch there? Did declare. But I understand why. But I, yeah, but no, I, I, as 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 uh, as Adam said, I completely understand your criticisms and stuff. I just I yeah, think so. I think if I was not also thirty, but if I was younger as well, and, and I saw something like that and it was done right, I yeah, I'd be buzzing. I'd so be absolutely
0: buzzing. My pitch is. Disappointed the children is what's what's happened here. Um, (laughs) Ultimately. Right. Let's see if this one's less heartbreaking. And uh, Adam, sorry, Uh, can we have your third and final pitch, please? I guess this was your second one, but you swapped
2: them around. Yes. Uh, Cody Rose drops a pipe bomb.
0: Cody Rhodes. Oh. Oh, yeah, all right, okay. Is he enough of a bard boy? For, well, let's find
2: uh-huh. out. Let's, let's find out. Cody Rhodes is at risk of not main eventing WrestleMania 40 and not finishing his story. Mm. Let's run with this. Seth versus Punk. Rock versus Reigns is booked for WrestleMania 40, right? CM Punk defeats Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns defeats The Rock. That's probably what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Cody is booked against a returning Braun Strowman. A significant step down for the Codester, oh. and he loses the match after a hard fought battle following a distraction by Tony the Tiger of Frosted Flakes fame. Um, there's a reason. Oh. This, isn't, this isn't even a silly pitch. Right? <laughs> oh, I think you'll find <laughs> no, it is. No, 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 no okay, there's a reason right, for okay. it. Uh, Braun celebrates with Daddy Tony as Cody walks <laughs> up the ramp in front of a crying Brandy, a crying Liberty, uh, and a crying <laughs> Pharaoh. Fans, not, not just
0: Liberty the Child, but the concept of as well. Yeah. Liberty
2: is crime. Fans are livid, right? Cody has been yep. booked in a match with Braun Strowman, of all people. Uh, he's lost, and it's thanks to some sponsored bollocks. Like, what the hell? Cody was meant to be beating Roman. He's just lost a Braun Strowman thanks to Tony the Tiger. What the hell? The next night on Raw, (laughs) at the end of the show, as The Rock is saying goodbye to the WWE universe for the final time, he is retiring, uh, Cody's music hits. Mm. He stands at the top of the ramp and cuts a pipe bomb of his own. He derides the company for falling into the same old issues they had under Vince McMahon. Part-timers stealing the spotlight, champions who don't turn up for work, crappy celebrity cameo taking away from those who really put in the work he is the man who proved the naysayers wrong who went away became one of the biggest stars in the industry a man who took a chance on himself a man who came to work when he was hurt hell in a cell all that stuff he did all that to get screwed out of a win against braun Strowman by tony the tiger so (laughs) wwe can make a million pounds in, in sponsorship money this is outrageous and the fans are behind him he wonders why doesn't he just go back to A, E, or oh. oh, cut the mic, cut the mic, Triple H comes out? It's like, what the hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing? Raw finishes five minutes early. Love it. Oh. Raw wow, finishes. never old. been done before. It's like, what the hell is normally overrun? There's never yeah. underrun. What is going out? Uh, what's going on? Now Death uh, in Paradise is on.
0: Yeah, they've it's put yeah. the same channel.
2: Leave it a beaver. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, all have that yeah, to do. Yeah. Um so with huge media buzz surrounding Rock's retirement, uh, this allows Cody to share those headlines. Oh. Yeah, Rock's retired. Oh but what did Cody say what the hell uh, it adds a much needed I think edge to Cody's character and reignites interest in him when all eyes have been on punk rock and Tony the tiger not the Khan <laughs>
1: My goodness It's a, oh, it's
2: really good. Love
0: it. Thank you. The only thing I would change is the, the Tony bit. I don't think it needs the Tony bit. Oh, <laughs> it needs I I think He references
2: bit. it in the thing. It's like I got screwed out of this yeah, sponsorship. But why, but why are you going from the Frosty's route? What's something there? Well, it could be a different one. like Fredo the Frog or Freddo's. What?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does it turn out to be like... A wrestler in disguise? No. <laughs> it's just like the Cinnamon
2: Toach guy. Uh, yeah, cinnamon yeah, guy. Oh, that yeah. Was, was that KSI? Who was that? No, he was no. the Prime Ball. Oh, yeah, yeah
0: of course. But he was, the, yeah. the cinnamon. there was a Cinnamon Match. Yeah. A cinnamon it might have been the really
1: good one. It might have be been the Gunter Match. No, it was the... Oh, that Dom was a Gunter Match. Was was Mike, that was Mike's Hard Lemonade. I feel like it was a Ray one because all Roll's Ray ma- Ray's matches are sponsored by cereal. That,
0: one's, that one was... Yeah, yeah, him and Dom was the... Because yeah. you had... You had this really intense family feud, but then the ring side was all like lurid purple.
2: Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. That that Tony the Tiger thing mm. is legit. And I say it's really not a joke. It's there just to piss fans off more. It would, mm. and it
0: has, I suppose. Yeah. I, I do want to take it out of the pitch. Yeah. Anyway, the pipe bomb bit and everything, I agreed with the specific thing you said, which was that it gives Cody's character a much-needed edge. Mm. Because at the minute, he is just, I'm a really great guy, and I love the fans. Mm-hmm. And that's been working partly because he's very charismatic and does have a natural connection with the fans. But that probably is finite. Mm-hmm. And and I think that no matter who you are, and I think that, um, that this would give him a, a, a massive boost. I don't think it would be necessary if he'd just beaten Roman last year, but as long as, and I'm still annoyed about that decision, but as long as it's used to turn into something as good as this... Uh, or as useful as this for Cody, then it's a yes from me. So there we go. And
2: I think you can do this without alienating the younger fans who are really, really into Cody because Cody's like the new John Oh God, mm. and the They'll be annoyed shaker. for him
0: as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Tony Tigers yeah. screwed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he
2: lost to Braun
1: Strowman. Oh, and, but Frosty's... Frosty's were taking. Yeah, deal. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You've got to find yeah. a sponsor who's yeah. on
2: board with mm. it. Quiznos. Quiz knows. Mm, toasty Uh,
1: it's a yes from me as well because I wonder if um, and as you mentioned there sort of like the, the John Cena comparison maybe it's a maybe it's a chance to do something like that that they never really got to do with John Cena in terms of like turn their biggest baby face into something with, with a little bit more edge. Hmm. Oh, I'm not saying turn him heel. No, 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 no. Yeah, I Just agree. add a little bit something, something dimension. extra in there as well, yeah. Um, and I think it just would be a big surprise to see Cody being the one to, like, you know, who's always sort of presented himself really well in the presses and everything like that, to be the one to be, like, speaking out against this company and everything that's happening. So a big yes from me. Thank you. I would like Fantastic. to see that. Fantastic. Fantastic. Fantastic, sure my final say. one. Fantastic. Um, it's a what very What in there? Is that I Manchester? I okay. <laughs> <laughs> my final pitch is a simple pitch. Um, Oasis and, uh, come out. <laughs> Play some Chon. Some Chon. Some, chon. <laughs> some chon. I can't. Ah, sorry. kid. Ah, ah, kids. Sorry, please do carry right. on. I was, I uh, have, my final have. pitch is a simple. Professional pitch. Professional YouTube presenters, carry on. Sorry. Uh, and it's ta- and, uh, and and that's for. D- it's, uh, it always sounds like a dig, right? But. It's for Tony Khan to swallow his pride and hand over the reins of Ring of Honor to someone else, please.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna say just quit. <laughs> no, 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 right. not to, not just to quit. So hand over Ring of Honor.
1: To yes, someone. Right. yeah, I think that's sort of the best thing for the for the promotion. Uh, it's last a yes year, from me. there we go. Uh, last year was an incredibly busy year for AEW, and it feels as though Tony might be stretched just a little bit too thin. He's stretching himself a little bit too thin. And um, sort of, in terms of Ring of Honor, I sort of understand him saving money by filming the episodes in the same arenas that AEW TV shows are being held at. But, you know, I feel like perhaps having its own dedicated, smaller Mm. arena filled with fans that actually follow the Ring of Honor products on a week-to-week basis and genuinely, truly invested in it would really help the show just elevate itself and help it branch away from the comparisons it usually gets of, oh, it's just an AEW dark or a dark elevation kind of thing now. Um, and there's a great opportunity to as well. And uh, I, all the time, when you criticize AEW, I just feel like people are ready to go, he just gets paid by Triple H to say things about AEW or him getting paid under the table. It's a pipe <laughs> bomb. Man. It's a, a pipe bomb.
0: What's going on?
1: Uh, you know, like there's a great opportunity to have Ring of Honor be Tony Khan's version of NXT almost, yeah. I feel like. Uh, have it be a home for young, new, under underutilized talents to realize the potential and hone their craft uh, and just turn themselves into something like really great and some something to really look out for as well in the future. Uh, and we see glimpses of that with the likes of, you know, Billy Starks and the stuff that she's doing with Athena. I think there's something really great there. And I might be completely wrong, but I feel like that's mainly the th- the only sort of thing that really makes me think about Ring of Honor at the moment every other Big name in Ring of Honor, apart from
0: Athena as the women's champion mm-hmm. and Billy Stark because of that feud. Yeah, is an AEW. Yeah, like Eddie Kingston's the Ring of Honor champion, yeah, and yeah. he just won two
1: other belts to have with mm-hmm. it. it mm-hmm. Just yeah,
0: there's a real lack of spotlight on it,
1: and that's it as well. Like sort of when you look back at the last year and those that have been the champions within the company, it seems as though it's less about elevating new talent and more about giving the sort of more established talent in AEW who don't have anything to do, you mm-hmm. give them the belts just because almost. Um, And I'd love to see just Tony hand over the reins to someone who sort of understands the the fundamentals of Ring of Honor. You've got so many people in AEW and also in Ring of Honor too that have been there with the company through like all the way back to like when it sort of first started and everything. You've had people who've been on long runs with the company who sort of understand, I guess, you know, like that excitement and that aura of what it brought to Mm -hmm. the table um, on like the indie scene and everything. So maybe... Maybe hand it over to you know Christopher Daniels or Chris Hero. I was gonna say Daniels. Yeah, Great yeah shows yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I know he's on he's Collision's main man, but obviously oh, Brian Danielson. Care? Like, there's a
0: million wrestlers on the AW roster.
1: I think yeah, 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 handing it over to someone like that would just elevate it so much already. There's no sort of like the the stylistic choices. There's no sort of like a sort of a vision for where they want it to be. Different well, aesthetic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, you know, so just someone or a team of people who can perhaps just capture the essence of Ring of Honor, but still also at the same time manage to push it forward and also manage to push the talent forward as well. Mm. Make it feel like a reason to to want to tune in mm. every single week and, and make it feel like its own, I guess, equivalent because I feel like maybe there's no other comparisons at the moment to have it as like their NXT sort mm. of thing uh, and just give it its own identity finally. I it's
0: It's a yes for me, mm. but it's No, I was close to a middle. I was close to a a Street Fighter one. Yeah, uh, the movie. Because I think in a world where there's two big American promotions now, and also Impact as well. uh, Yeah, of course. In the same realm, is there a market now for a Ring of Honor? It's not like the mid two thousands where you had WWE and then no no competition on its level, and Ring of Honor was really rebellious and it was this like underground movement and everything it was like it was like ecw not in a yeah. hardcore way but in a cult following mm. and nowadays because of aw kind of taking that spot and moving it up i don't know if there's a place for that anymore but it is worth a try it's better than what we've got at the minute so it is a yes from me. okay thank and you and i think if you do what you say and give it to someone who's passionate about it and understands the history of it and cares about it then it's definitely worth a go. So it's a yes for me.
1: Thank you.
2: It's a really good point. Something that I hadn't thought about before is that you can't really present Ring of Honor in the way that it was presented before, mm. where it was, yeah, this rebellious um, alternative mm. to the other stuff because everybody knows it's also owned by billionaire Tony Carl. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Um, it is very
1: much so like I, WWE, ECW, isn't it? In yeah, that sort of yeah, sense. Yeah, sure, yeah. Oh, I um, meant that it's
0: back then. It was like the original ECW. Yeah, but well I guess of, but, like you can no, compare yeah, it, it now to ECW. Like like, like, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah.
2: So I think yeah, forging that identity, which is so crucial, um, is difficult. I think Ring of Honor has been poisonous for AEW programming. Mm-hmm. I really, I, it, it's it's wound me up because I'm tuning in to see AEW, uh, not Ring of Honor. Which isn't to say I don't care about Ring of Honor. It's a different show though mm-hmm. um but jack's right in saying that it's worth a go because mm. i've got nothing better i think it's really important the fundamental of your pitch tony khan stepping away from ring of honor concentrating his energy on aew i think is so crucial um so it's a hundred it's percent yes from me thank um, you and yeah it'll be interesting to see where we're at this time next year my 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 hunch is that they've been focusing uh, on, not focusing on, but featuring Ring of Honor on AEW TV is because they're looking for the best possible TV deal. And they think by focusing, or featuring sorry, uh, Ring of Honor more, uh, more people will be into it and they might get a a higher fee for it. But it it has been detrimental. Yes, mm -hmm. definitely. Uh,
0: Right. We've done really well, apart, apart from my spooky pitch. But it's okay, because I'm about to save the day. With my final pitch. Don't worry. It's a silly one Is to wrap off a video. L-O-L? No, 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 no. Don't worry. But it's, uh, 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 Fraser said he was on Squared Circle the other day, the subreddit. And there was someone going, I hope Jack does his weird Royal Rumble pitch that he does. And yes. I'm, oh, I will be doing it. Don't yes. worry. Yes. But that's at the end of the month. You know, and I, I like to... Oh, random... I might be here for that one. No, no. You can watch it, but we'll
2: oh, I don't want,
0: for to it. We'll I get, want to be we'll a viewer. I want to be a watch it on in. the back end before the video goes live.
2: I might even cut it. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: fun it'll be. Um but <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That was to Joel, not the viewers, by the way. Um, <laughs> I love you lot. <laughs> Not the staff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, right. This is called The Week of Hell. Um, It's my pitch for... Right, so Roman Reigns has been unbeatable, but so recently relying on interference now, he never really wins clean anymore. To the extent where I worry that any victory over him now risks feeling a bit hollow. So I propose that the week of WrestleMania, the full seven days, becomes the week of hell, where his challenger, whoever it may be, has to face him in a best of seven series of tasks. (laughs) (laughs) One on each...
2: Yeah, yeah, one on each. Like MVP and Matt Hardy sort of thing?
0: Well, yeah... (laughs) <laughs> so we'll we'll see what they're Monday's obviously raw. So yep. they're gonna be on raw. Have you ever heard of chess boxing? Yes. Where no, it's where they do a round of chess or like a minute of chess, minute of boxing, minute of chess, minute of boxing. <laughs> and right. it's about it's about it's the ultimate test of it's physical and mental. Mm. And you win by well, either type winning of chess or... or by checkmate or by knockout. Yeah yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I can't imagine many go to checkmate, right? Surely it's, I, it's guess
0: more so where, I guess it depends right? on yeah. whether they're more Adapt at box if they're a boxer who became a chess player or a chess player who became a boxer, yeah. I guess you can get checkmate quick, can't you? Oh, by the way, this, 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 um, this really does uh, you can you can insert anyone into face Roman here, Cody or Rock or whoever Mm -hmm. just might, yeah. We'll say, I guess, that it's Cody for the sake of, I mean, okay. Cody Um, seems like
1: a good chess player, though.
0: Do you think he'd be a good chess boxer? Uh, who's got got more lethal hands in WWE? I don't know.
1: Oh, actually, Cody's got the jabs. Um, I (laughs) mean,
0: Fraser. I mentioned this to him before I came in here and Fraser was like, I was like, have you heard of chess boxing? And he went, what are the rules? And I explained and he went, oh no, I thought it was whenever you move a piece, you get punched in the face. I thought, wow, (laughs) really (laughs) good. Um, so that's Monday this is best of seven but because it's wrestling it will go down to the final day don't worry about that Tuesday is a scavenger hunt around Titan Towers racing to find various historic artifacts from throughout WWE history can you find the Smackdown fist? well that's an obvious one like, they'll have to be smaller than that but various artifacts I can't there's too many in my head I can't name one right now
1: they might have put like a some sort of drape over the fist so mm-hmm. it's not necessarily mm-hmm.
0: so visible so that one's not so much there's no fighting in this one yeah but they're running around and we're like following it. each. Yeah. Be
2: like Crystal Maze. I love that you tried to fix that smackdown fist. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> might, just, yeah, mm, might
0: be a drape mm. over it, yeah. so it's not. Go on, Jack. Wednesday's Monopoly. Um, Thursday, <laughs> in full. By the way, a in full, full game of Monopoly. Yeah. How long does yeah.
1: a full game of Monopoly usually last? Is it like three? Three? Is it like a length of Raw? No, like, w- well, this is a Wednesday.
0: This is on like this is on like the YouTube live or something. I don't. Oh, okay, know. cool. Um, Thursday. The final I can't remember the name of it, but the final bit from Gladiators. Where they go over the thing, then under the thing, and then up the net and then the name of that. At the end we eliminate have put, imagine the tribal chief scrambling up the travelator. Magic. Just magically going for it. He'd be better than Cody at that bit, I think.
2: Yeah. The scrambling
0: but the the tri- the, the, the is coming
1: down and they're like... The nah, Cody there. would have him there, Do
2: you I reckon. Think? Yeah, the don't ones that win so. that more so are the, are the smaller people, not he's the big, boldy ones. he funny run, though,
1: doesn't he? Just, he runs like an GB2 old man. He'd be too upright. Yeah, oh, he yeah. runs like an old man. Well, he man. does that like, old cartoony he's thing, selling. doesn't he? Where he's like stomping away. Are <laughs> like you thinking of, <laughs> think of Ric Flair? No. Well, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's influenced by him.
0: That's Thursday. I think at this point it's probably 2-2. Yeah. Friday's a singles match on SmackDown. Um, Saturday. Wait, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, whoa. Well,
1: you're doing, what?
2: have match at Mania. WrestleMania. There's got to be wrestling
0: in, in this week of hell. At some point, there's got to be a wrestling
2: match. This wait, you're, you're just about to say well, <laughs> <two day> <laughs> oh, Saturday as well. WrestleMania is a two-day event. Oh, sorry.
0: Saturday is <laughs> a predictions contest for <laughs> night one at WrestleMania. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's the Tribal Chief here with Cody Rose. We're here to make our
3: predictions. Wow.
0: <laughs> and then imagine instead of watching WrestleMania, you watch them watch WrestleMania. Oh, that's going, good. sign for the telly. No, Whoa. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not with you. Yeah. Oh, it would be bad for us, though, if they did that. Oh,
2: man. Yeah. It's got a chance.
0: Um, <laughs> finish a <your> drink. <laughs> That'd be so good. Right. Genuinely buzzing with that one. Sunday, Wacky Races. Themed vehicles, one sidekick allowed each. It ends in Lincoln Financial mm, Field. So we've event. had the
1: singles match on SmackDown. It's
0: just one of the seven things. Oh. There's no wrestling at WrestleMania. There's oh. the predictions contest night one. Wacky Races on night two. How does wacky, wacky Races work? Well, they'll have a race and then they'll end in the <laughs> arena, uh, the stadium. Just in. the
2: two of them or have you got the other ones? One sidekick
0: allowed got each. Some CPUs. So I guess that Cody would have Pharaoh. He'd be like Dick dastley and Muttley. Yeah, 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 Oh, that'd be pretty All good. that
2: stuff and he's romans Hayden. solo oh
0: maybe oh, <laughs> will probably be funnier imagine him yeah, with his tie yeah. flapping out the window slow
2: down that chip. you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, cody wins oh is it yes already <laughs> there we go that's right, that is that is the week <laughs> oh i've had a great time um wrote that one this morning
2: yeah uh, <laughs> but but
0: a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Come on. It's, it's it fun to write fun, yeah. and fun yeah. to listen to. Thank you. It's not worth giving an answer for, is it? So. <laughs> Joel? Thoughts? Uh,
2: yeah, it's a yes from me. Yeah! yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah no, it's a no yes <laughs> from me. So, Andrew has the decider.
1: Yeah, no, it's a yes Yay. from me. Why not? Why, not?
2: Why, not? Oh, Why
1: not?
0: Uh, That was my final pitch for wrestling in 2024. Do leave your thoughts on any of our wonderful pitches in the comments section down below. And uh, thank you very much, Adam and Andrew, for joining me on this quest this journey uh, to do the pictures thank you cheers
2: um, you're on Muttley again
0: I can't do it bad at it that's pretty
2: mm-hmm.
0: good um, <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm at a loss for words because usually I then go pay-per-views this weekend we've got all kinds of stuff but this was just a general one yeah this so, yeah.
2: a bit of a laugh isn't it just fun and what, and what a laugh seven days of hell
0: yeah, yeah. yeah Week of hell, I can't
1: wait for that mm-hmm. in April there we go
0: thank you very much for watching and we'll all see you very soon. You catchphrase, Jack? You got? Oh, the catchphrase! Oh. And remember, life's a pitch, and, and then, then you, you die. Oh, that's new to me. Yeah, we we came up with that's that good, probably huh? about six months ago now. But it was no, it was a bit long, a <laughs> bit more recent, more recent. Oh, it's good. Life's a pitch, and then you you'll die.
1: die. And 365 day returns.
0: For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.